0: And welcome to Midlifers, your slice of midlife show where we reflect, ruminate, rejoice about the times gone by and the times to come in equal measure. It's a potent cocktail of the good old glory days back then and the future shaken and stirred. We laugh about accepting titles of mata ji, uncle G, or Auntie ji from everyone including the lift man, the Subziwala, and the building brat. We cry about losing hair and gaining girth. And we rejoice in being more comfortable, just more comfortable in our skins than ever before.
1: Midlifers.
0: With Saloni. I am your show host, Saloni Mehta, and today I am full of joy to have with me in studio none other than Joy Fernandez, actor, director, guru, mentor, guide, writer, and anytime clown. Welcome. To the show, Joy.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I like anytime clown. Yeah, that's best.
0: I love it. You're able to make people (laughs) laugh. Anytime, you're such a joy to have around you are just so aptly named. Ah,
1: That's good. That's good. My parents will be glad to know that. Dad's up. Mom's down. Mom will be happy.
0: (laughs) Tell me about that ponytail. I love it. Did you always wear your hair like that? Uh,
1: 1993. That's when I started growing the hair long. Mm. And in the middle, I kept trimming it. And as long as it is there upon my head, I will grow it. <laughs> and then when I start losing it, then I probably I, I think I'll go the other way. Bald. When my uh, kid came along, she got used to it and then she wouldn't let me cut it because there were a couple of assignments that were quite ga- you know, gainful and they required me to cut my hair. But I didn't take them on because the kid was really small and no oh, no no, daddy's oh, not that's gonna so cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the hair is stayed now. Yeah. So now but we it,
0: love it. It's now signature joy. Yeah, it's, yeah,
1: I guess, I guess, yeah. It's there and it's there to stay as long as it wants to.
0: Tell me the things that they did not teach us in the classroom.
1: They didn't teach us that every child has to be given a logic for why they are doing what they are doing. That I think is, was and probably is a bit missing. We're always told, do that. Yeah, you're going to study this. You're going to learn this. Why? Nobody knows. Nobody's going to tell them. No, you will learn this. Okay, but uh, why? (laughs) No, no, it's good for you. It's education. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's we don't need brick no education. In, yes, it's another brick in your wall. Oh, yeah.
0: did this happen to you? It sounds like such a personal story.
1: No, actually, um, I was okay. I mean, for me, education was a means to, uh, you know, I, I, I did very well academically, but primarily so that I could read all my books that I wanted to read after the studies.
0: Ah, the carrot.
1: Yes, so I I didn't mind putting in whatever uh, you know whatever was required in in so far as that was done quick enough, and then I could get back to my fun studies or my fun books. That was more I was more interested in that. So yeah, in those in those days, I was uh, always a rather happily plump, shall I say, child. So so it was more you know I mean I was more with books than with the with stones and marbles, which I should have been, probably helped my metabolism much more. But yeah, so... so it was, was feeding the
0: mental metabolism.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mental metabolism has been, and thankfully, you know, I'm keep trying to keep that stave off any, the you know, any kinds of vascular dementia until they re- I really need to get there. That's a but long way off, Joy. I, I hope so. But I this so.
0: little boy, this early days that you're talking about, the five-year-old Joy Fernandez, what did he want to be? Did you have a focus? I See,
1: one thing that I kn- knew for, for sure was even even when I was four, as soon as I got into any space that had other people, I was more comfortable in front of them than with them. Mm-hmm. And that has sort of stayed. So, And that's probably the reason why I'm so addicted to theatre and specifically stage. It's not that I don't prefer the other mediums, I do. But I am most happy in front on stage. I don't do so well in a crowd otherwise. I prefer being stage as my home. In front of people is my home. I feel most comfortable there and that has been there. That's the earliest memories I have going up there and chatting and to the detriment of the poor kids in front of me. but I No, would,
0: <laughs> you are so the entertainer. <laughs> no,
1: no, but yeah. But I, I, so, and what would, for me, the drug was when people laughed. Hmm. When people would smile or be happy. That was the drug. It didn't matter what I was doing, whether it was a big play. If I could move them to something, then it was good for me. And that was an addiction that sort of didn't go. And it hasn't. And I'm stuck. And so are my audiences.
0: They are not. Absolutely (laughs) not. So much laughter. Tell me, while we're talking about making people laugh, um, is it really a cliche or is it true that the clown makes other people laugh, but deep within them often is a sorrow a sadness?
1: Well, I think that's true for every human being. The clown, it is more underlined because of what they do. So... Uh, I believe that every human being has a, a comic and a tragic in them which they can either they can choose to access and how much they access becomes their uh, existence at that point of time. So so same thing with people who have done uh, who are seen as doing more comedy than the other garden variety human being. But the fact remains is that everybody has that. But with comics, because they have spent so much of their life trying to make other people laugh, that is why their tragedy then tends to get highlighted in the same manner. Mm. So you really feel it when, you know, when you read about these uh, great, you know, even like the Robin Williams story, but I, but it's, it's the truth for a lot of people with a And specifically, probably people with a creative bent or people because they are the lateral mind when you're pushing it in that manner, you will also have to you're going for an extreme. And whenever you push for an extreme, it is balanced by the other extreme. So when you have that, there is no crest without a trough. Mm. And that happens with the mind as well. And then now, of course, we have the new age. You have a crest and you have a trough. Nah, 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 nah. You have bipolar.
0: Oh, no. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. So, we now we have terms for every, um, uh, to use very good English, fart all illness that we have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have a yeah. term for it. You cannot yes. just have. That's why in pa- some of my uh, stand-up material has that, you know, where you cannot have, you cannot be mad. You have to have a disorder. You know, you can't, you know, it's like one of the jokes in my stand up is that, you know, in my olden times, my uncle had it sorted. So if you had to keep things in a particular place, you're a finicky fart. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and if you couldn't sit in one place, you're a fidgety fart. <laughs> but but now if this you were doing OCD that you have ocd or you have adhd you are adhd yes but in the olden days mm. it was just a question of you can't sit in one place or you you or you're that, that's all it was similarly in the olden days you were just senile or you were just hap, you were happily into dotage but mm. now you have everything and its uncle yes. from the broad spectrum from all kinds of dementia to alzheimers to to you name it and you have it so, it's the nomenclature of the illnesses that have changed, not too much the illnesses themselves.
0: Going back to you in the early days, how much did you carefully choreograph what you are today and how much was it stumbled upon? Though you knew at four, you were happier in front of uh, yeah, yeah. an audience.
1: Yeah. Uh, choreographed in the sense, uh, I, would, I came from a very um, humble background in terms of, uh, you know, the ordinary uh, middle class kid, my parents came from uh, also humble background. So, it was it, uh, a life in theatre was never co- contemplated or even thought of. So, one had done very well with the cats, and one was expected to continue that. Because that, but somewhere along the line, I knew that I, I'm, I would want to be on stage all the time. So that was a natural thing. Now, I didn't know whether, for me, anything, it does not matter even if it was a part of a show. You give me four people in a room, I'm happy. I don't need, a. am very happy with 2,000, 10,000 people in the crowd. or Five poor buggers stuck in the room with me. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Because if I don't find the excitement for those five, I will not find the excitement for the five million, even yes. if I do get them. It's either it's there or it's not there you're either excited about what you're doing or you're not so in that sense I did tend to stumble about where I sometimes happily sometimes unhappily because when you're younger it's very difficult to explain I still couldn't explain to my dear dad what theatre was because he never came from a background where the theatre as such was, was a building not something you do you can't do a building
0: Can you define theatre
1: now? See, for me, theatre is therapy. It has saved my life, so that's why I take it with great, you know, with great seriousness. And when I spend a lot of my time working with young minds, specifically because it had when my mind was young, theatre is what really helped me. Those keeping those lines in my head kept the voices out, and that was very important for me.
0: What were the voices? You're sounding like Jonah
1: Fuck. Well, voices are, um, you, you will always like, the, the youth will always deal with uh, with difference. You know, they are evolved to be different. And mostly people of, uh, who have reached the adults, they seem to execute what they know. They, they are not in the learning mode. So, you have a lot of the youth and also if you notice most of the parents, somewhere when the kids are hitting the teens, they say, Ha, abhi to bada ho now he will deal with it. I'm his friend. And that gets my goat no end. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if you go back to your life, somewhere between 14 and 30 is when you needed the most guidance.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And that's when all the parents decide, Hey, ye to bada ho <laughs> so, then, yeah. so, you're, so then you have the kids who are suddenly not without, you find themselves without, you know, ma- yes, emotional, this thing. And they are then suddenly thrust into a world which is not very kind to that age bracket. That That age bracket is constantly being judged because it is different. But the point is, it is evolved to be different. They are doing what evolution is, is making them do. You are evolved to be different. You are not evolved to be the same. Thing. You, and, you are not like your parents. Your children won't be like you. Instead of trying to understand that, it's, it's this dichotomy that then causes voices. Mm. The voices in the head would be of your peers, would be of the stuff that you read. Would be and today we are fighting a battle with which we are not armed for. I wasn't born when I was there. There was no screen. Films were prog- uh, pro- projected on 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 cloth or canvas. The screens came much later, mm. and then my generation saw all the screens come in. Which means I'll be adept at using none. <laughs> but the yes. kids have, yes. have, have been born into the screens, so they are adept at using all. So we don't. So at that point of time, they, they we won't know there is there is that there is that. And you don't respect that difference, hmm. you don't respect that Then the child does not know whom to go to, because his peers are are just like his or her peers are just like them. They are also in in that age point. So then where do they look for for guidance? On on Mr. Gugleshwar tries to help. Yes. Yeah, but Gugleshwar, which sooner or later they realize <laughs> or or wiki uncle, they are not God. They're yeah. just as flawed as their parents, mm. which they realize later. Yes. And their friends, God help them, are as much as they as them and the parents have decided that they are big enough now yes they should know they should know better did you know better at 15 16 or were you busy making your own piles of you know
0: you should be a counselor joy really
1: well i don't know about that but because i have been on that side of the you know it it is it's probably easier for me because i have been on that side of the fence so, I will. That's why I work because so that when they see me, they can sniff that on me that I will not judge them. That even if I have a brusque manner, there is no judgment behind it. There is no I know better. There is I know this. Will that help? Let your hair down, put your feet up.
0: On midlifers. Welcome back in conversation with the wonderful, the only Joy Fernandez He's filling up the space with his aura. Also, you're like six something tall. Six what? Is it six five?
1: No, no. I am just six with the thing, but I'm also six wide.
0: (laughs) No, it's just the aura. Let's just have it that way. Tell me, Joy, what do the years bring beyond uh, wrinkles and lines?
1: Um... I think they bring possibilities and I think we should not let go of that. We will see the wrinkles. We will see the lines. We will see things, pendulous in places where we don't want them to be pendulous. But they will also bring possibilities, different kinds of possibilities. Uh, and uh, it's like you're playing another game at another time, but it's, it should be fun. It should be fun. And I feel that that's, that's what one must look forward to. And ideally, it's like, I would like to work until I go. So that's my, you know, hope for that, you know, try to stay as fit and focused for as long as I can.
0: Don't you feel like just putting your feet up and going on a long vacation?
1: Oh Well, since I have, I, as I said, if I've been doing most of the stuff that I wanted to, then that has not been work. So then... So for me, if I'm doing what I like, then I don't really uh, need the vacation. It happens when it it sort of will come to you. The moment the problem with the, the universe is if you ask for something, the universe might give it to you. And in our work field, if you ask for a break, you might just get it. Yes. And then... The universe says, "Hello, I gave it to you now. What do you want me to do, my <laughs> Karu, so, so, so I don't ask for any break. The breaks do tend to happen in our in our, in our line of work more often than not.
0: And you're at a stage of life, Joy, where you're a double caregiver. So you're taking care of aging parent, and you are also caregiving uh, an adolescent child. Mm. How does that feel?
1: Yeah, it, it actually somehow it feels right. I mean, I am glad that I did get to experience this because earlier on, in I think in the, in 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 early days, uh, there, there were, it wasn't a thought of thing. Um, being a caregiver was part of being a family. Uh, it's part of the entire the way uh, society has evolved that it is now we we have terms for it. We we have terms for uh, we have parenting. And then we have caregiving. Whereas earlier it was just living. Yeah. There wasn't any thought. You were living in a family. That's what I keep telling, you know. I keep telling, uh, the, if you know, my friends that if you had to go back and think of the most beautiful faces and the nicest faces that you could think of, and it would be grandparents. There was something tender about, you know, the way a grandparent loved you and that's gone now because it is all about we are so commercial we're just you know bombarding things with products that you have to look nice you have to look young which automatically leaves a subliminal message that looking old is not good so you are priming the entire generation to think that looking old is bad so then Then why should we be shocked when children do not know what to do with the senior citizens? They are not able to find the empathy because they are seeing a world that is so preoccupied with looks and looking young specifically.
0: Is it social media?
1: It's it's everything. It's now in the DNA it's it is not a so, it, earlier also there were there were no social medias it was just you know people saying chanata ragad kala to so that was not social media that was yeah. the social mother yes so yes. that it that will not change but there there has been a but now it is i mean there are products for uh, you know for men who are all and for me somehow i can't take them seriously because it sounds like some catholic uncle telling me hey, gania men, put gania men navia men put navia men in your face it sounds only very so i can't take it seriously so for me the blessing has been that yes my mom came with the challenges are immense when you're dealing with uh, you know a person with uh, whose mental faculties are, are fading away but for my child who was an only child and who had who probably had never shared her space with anyone it was it was great because now to see her understanding the you know the frailties of age without judging it or feeling repulsed by it is has been the uh, the huge you know the blessing of this so for me i just have to see that and and know that whatever is going on is right and 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 probably necessary yes of course we every family has a right to live a nuclear life no problem but you know when when your parents were raising you they were not thinking nuclear non nuclear they were raising you how did it become somewhere along the line where raising parents or taking this thing became a whole industry yes it began it's now an industry
0: unfortunate but true mm. joy as the years go on um, do you find that you possibly would become more guru, mentor than performer? Um, you've held a really good workshop at the FTII. You have um, one a seminar on comedy coming up. And you have all these FTII kids loving and admiring you. Uh, where does that stand? Does it go hand in hand?
1: There is only learning. I And when we start the session, I, have, I constantly tell them, if at the end of this, I have not learned anything from you, I will kill you all. So we, have got, so, we have to learn from each other. Otherwise, at the end of this, I don't... What what am I doing this for? Why will I waste, you know, X amount of time from my life and go back feeling, ye why am I doing what I'm doing? What is it? Something, there should be some... And you, what people don't realize that some of my best work, I am able to, you know, hone my craft because the children who are coming out, as I said, they are evolved to be different, one... But they evolved also to be better. So there will be something that they will inherently do that will be so magical that they don't know that yet. Mm. But we do. That's because we have the experience. So while we are helping them facilitate, put that in order, it's great to learn that of them. So some of my craziest lines or some of my craziest expressions are, are, have been inspired by these children. Of course you you learn from the masters and all that but that has been there that's in public domain that is seen that is done what is new
0: do you have any anecdotes
1: of uh, yeah from see i could tell you um, there was a play that i was directing and um, it had some children in it and i and obviously i am you know i do these rehearsals and they're quite rigorous and and there are kids who do it for various things. i don't try to you know some people are very enthused about it some are Okay, yeah, they're doing it for the fun of it. Theater karre hai, I enjoy karre so There was a kid who was quite, you know, chilled out, swag tha bichare ka. Very cool. So he always would be, his mind would like to wander and he would do the stuff and he was very good at it. But he would like to also do other stuff. So, when we were rehearsing, he would constantly want to do some, you know, nursing and that. He was quite young. So, I was doing that and then suddenly in the middle, this is really... Uh, Everybody is focused, and I'm directing something. And in the middle of it, sir, can I drink water? So I stopped. And of course, with kids, you have to have a great amount of patience. And you, you, you know this thing. So I said, uh, uh mera share bache hai na? To pani thoda baad mein biete. Jab break hoga na, to pani biete. Toh mera share bache hai. Is <laughs> 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 that you sir? Share pani nahi bitta? Not that." <laughs> I said, for this line, we break now. And this break is dedicated to this kid. Mm. Because he deserves it. He owned the moment. <laughs> you know? And so, so these are little <laughs> things that happen. And I mean, it was a magic line. Yeah. It is one of the best lines that have come out. Why you think bloody <laughs> tigers or lions don't drink water? Where is the mm. logic in that? Yeah. You know? And so, so, I'm saying something. something as... Basic as that, a, a look here, a, a frown there, a, a smile there. These are the things that you will not see, hmm. and therefore it will enthuse you in a whole different. So that's 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 another thing that I'm slightly addicted to, because each time it's a new batch of children. There's you have
0: great addictions.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, thankfully, 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 because otherwise, with a mind that is, you know, when you have extreme, if extremism is part of your personality, then it's better to you know load yourself up with uh, you know and i know i have probably and that's another thing when you're working with young minds it's better you know you've known something you've tried stuff it's it's easy to have done that left that behind and then moved on you know stick to the highs that really matter
0: joy fernandez in studio looking better than ever feeling better (laughs) than ever still daring to dream
1: still daring to dream
0: I'm hanging with actor, director, mentor Jay Funny Fernandez, and we're all set to have some fun. Joy, I'm going to throw you some words, yeah. and you can throw me back words, phrases, stories, um, anything you feel like once I throw you the word, whatever comes to mind. Okay. Okay. All set? Yeah. Midlife, happiness, love, hugs, truth.
1: More, more truth required.
0: Loneliness.
1: Breathe into it. Breathe into loneliness. Breathe into troubles. Breathe into them. Mm
0: -hmm. Bucket list.
1: Um, Just, just keeping, keep staying in the moment as much maxing the moment because that's the moment you have and that's all you have. So you may have a bucket list and it's wonderful to have one. Yeah, have, you know, have all those hopes. But if you don't live this moment well, you might get to there, but you may not get there happy.
0: Mm. Midsummer Night's Dream.
1: Oh, loved it. My favorite play, my favorite role. Got to open... In Stratford-upon-Avon. You know, we opened the Royal... Dog. Yes, yes. So, lots of happy... or oh, It was a dream, literally a dream come true for me. Midsummer Night's Dream. I did the Hindi version 10 years before the English version. And in both, I got to play my dream role of my life in Shakespeare was bottom.
0: <laughs> lucky dog. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, that has been one uh, huge mental hug for that.
0: Yeah. Mm. Okay choices villain or hero
1: I don't get any there is nothing like hero in my breakup because I'm only offered villain roles they only want to see me as the fall guy even children unless <laughs> so I, I think for me that's an op, that's there is no option here
0: it's way more interesting <laughs> okay art or money
1: I don't have a concept for money so I guess it has to be art
0: Okay, great choice. Mm. Appearance or comfort?
1: I think comfort always.
0: Okay, late night party or quiet evening in?
1: Quiet evening party.
0: Great choice. Mm. Great vote. Mm. Okay, um, I'm going to ask you to decode these for me. Huh? What does it actually mean? So, actually this is a no-budget project.
1: Uh we think you're a Fukatiya. Please come on board.
0: Okay. Um Joy, you are unique.
1: I've just said that to 50 other people before you.
0: <laughs> okay. Interesting. Hmm.
1: What did you just say? <laughs> Not even paying attention. Ah, interesting. <laughs> lovely
0: joy okay a set of two cards for you the red ones are dare and the green ones are truth so you need to lift one of those whether you want to go down the dare or the truth and flip it around and read whatever's on that okay so he's going for the dare
1: it says sing a jingle for grey is the new black
0: you can wrap it
1: Grey is the new black, words I'm going to try to hack. Thinking like a tack, stuck on this board, on my back. Will it break me? Will it make me? Can I think straight? Can I talk straight? Oh baby, it's grey, And grey is the new black.
0: Wow, my God, <laughs> this is a poet and I didn't know it. How wonderful.
1: <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, nonsense, but fun.
0: Great fun. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joy Fernandez, for taking the time out and joining us on Midlifers. It's been such a total blast having you in studio.
1: Thank you, so much. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening in. And if you're 40 and you know it, do reach out. You can post queries, ideas, opinions on my Twitter handle at salradiohead.com. Till next week, then, this is Saloni calling it a wrap. Live it up, live it wicked.
1: Midlifers.
0: With Saloni.